This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Do you drive a vehicle? Then you'll find AutoCorrect helpful, especially on Coach Charlie's Tip of the Week. Listen to our podcast with me, Coach Charlie Melton, on any podcasting platform or on the MPB Public Media app. From MBB Think Radio, this is Next Stop Mississippi. I'm Jermaine Flood, along with my traveling partners, Jay White and Kamel King, Tourism Development Bureau Manager with Visit Mississippi. We're your number one on-air source covering the people, places, and events that make Mississippi great. Today is all about my favorite pastime, food. And our first stop of the day takes us to the Mize, takes us to Mize for the 45th Annual Watermelon Festival and 5K happening July 14th through the 15th at Mize City Park with coordinator Teresa Stewart. Then we're off to Corinth to enjoy some good old burgers at this year's Slug Burger Festival happening now through July 8th at Trailhead Yard with Main Street Corinth director Angela Avent. Now, before we hit the road on our magic carpet ride, because I'm so excited, let me welcome my traveling partners, Jay White, who had just spoke. That's me. That's him. Yep. And Kamel King. Kamel is here. Kamel is back. Oh, there he is. <laughs> got, his, got the whoop in there. It's, it's been too long since a whoop. Camilla's back. We miss you. We- you don't know how much I miss you guys and miss the listeners and miss seeing you guys on Friday. Right, right. How you doing? How you feeling? You good? I'm doing good. Doing good. Good. Yay. Now, explain to folks. Now, he sounds like he's live with us, but he is not. Oh, he's he's clear as a bell. Who yep. bought you that microphone? <laughs> well, you know, only professional quality around be- my way, guys. I believe it. <laughs> Sitting in my home studio. Yeah, you sound you go. good. You sound good. You got sound foam or something around you. You sound real good. How, what you been up to? Just hanging? You've been doing good, though? Doing good and uh, just on the men and and listeners, I know I didn't share before I left. uh, I actually had spinal surgery, which uh, I wasn't looking forward to, but had been putting it off and Mm. it was just time to uh, do that. So, yeah, it very painful, but I had a great support team. Uh, I mean, uh, shout out to them man. Uh, they uh, my parents. uh, Miss Morgan, everybody just had, had been wonderful. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I am on my way back. Right. There we, you go. we don't have a GoFundMe, but our address is 3825 <laughs> Ridgewood. <laughs> Actually, I do. Let me uh, put the link up. Real quick. <laughs> we are so glad that you're doing good and that you're back with us. And I'm just happy that, you know, everything went well. Yes, praise to God. Yes, yes, good stuff. Good stuff. Well, we're about to get on the road. Jay, have you been up to anything lately? Uh, just, you know, working, being a parent. Oh. Running, running kids to and fro during the summertime. Yeah. And I got a bunch of teenagers, but they're all teenagers that are old enough to be teenagers, but too young to have licenses. Right. So they want to go a bunch of places. Yeah. And be with all their friends. So did you vacation they, any this this little holiday break? There was a day I got some sleep. Okay, a little, a little bit extra sleep. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. okay. Hey, I y'all, can't complain. It was nice. It was. It was nice. Guess what? Today. Oh, let me do it like this, Kamel. Uh-oh. Do you know what today is? <laughs> I'm gonna need you to. I'm gonna need you to re-rhythm that one more time. <laughs> it's 
my anniversary. It's my one it year is. anniversary um, for Next Stop Mississippi. Okay, I thought that was some bad Tony, wow. Tony, Tony for a second. It was Tony, Tony, Tony. It was a little bad, but yes, um, it is my one year anniversary. So woohoo! Congrats. I'm excited. I have had such a time with y'all on this show in the past year. And I took a little break last week and it was it's literally been 365 since I've done that. But I have just been pounding the pavement over here at MPB Think Radio and I love it. And I looked up and it was a year later and I was like, let me take a vacation. (laughs) But yeah, I made my year. Best year. It has been the best year ever. And like I always tell you, you are an absolute guru and genius oh, at what you command. do. So, Just lay it on thick. Oh, man, this year has flown oh. by. We've had so Jay, much your turn. fun. <laughs> I'm playing. No, I had something ready. You've Did been, you? Yeah, you've been transformative to this show. Oh, Jay. Each of our producers have, have, have been a great thing for this show, and, and you've, you've added on the next step. Yeah, yeah, and I enjoy and it. done so exponentially, like you quickly. Yeah, I enjoy bent the show to your will. I enjoy it. <laughs> I do, I do, I really do. I love bringing y'all events every each each and every single week and talking with great people and just being here and being able to cut up on a Friday is the best. I get to let. But loose. it's your attitude. You're at and and the people who want to promote their events, right? They sense that, right? You have a an infectious. Attitude. Energetic attitude. That could be and the if coffee. there's something that want that people want presenting and promoting their events, it's I'm gonna do it infectious, now. energetic attitude. I'm gonna do and it. And you got that. <laughs> well, good. <laughs> so it's Thanks. perfect. Thanks, Kamel. Yeah. I hear you laughing over there. Thanks. Thank you, Jay. Well, look. Let's go ahead and um, have in- some. Employ, infectious energetic Yeah, I was attitude. about to say, let's employ some of that infectious attitude during our first stop. So our first stop of the day celebrates all things watermelon. And I love watermelon. Kamel, do you eat watermelon? What? Uh, do you know how many I've eaten while I've been on the men? Oh, yeah. Oh, goodness. Oh, speaking of watermelon, before we get into that first stop. So I think Terrence Howard was here in the city shooting a movie not long ago. And he Oh, you fear his mane. <laughs> Don't do his voice like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. <laughs> but he was here shooting a movie and I don't know how I got into it. It was, it fell up it fell into my feed and he was leaving about to get on the plane and somebody asked him what did he have in his bag and it was a clearly a big watermelon <laughs> sitting in his tote bag. And he goes, "A watermelon, Smith County." No, he said, "Smith County watermelon." And she said, they're not going to let you on the plane like that. And he said, yes, they do. They let you on with apples and oranges and grapes. Let's go. He said, they're going to let me on. So if it's in the carry on, let's go. I know. Fast forward. Fast forward. They had him at the airport of where he was arriving to. He was literally getting his stuff off of the 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 carry on conveyor belt. And he goes, see, I made it. And then he did a (laughs) shot of him in the kitchen, cutting it and eating it. It was red. And um, I got to go County get watermelon one. Yes. Cause a TSA uproar now. Yes. When that watermelon is sweet, cold. I, and, and he said Ooh. it had seeds, which is very rare nowadays. You can't get watermelon with seeds anymore. But Which is a shame. Yeah, it just cool. made me think about that. And then my mom loves watermelon. I eat watermelon. We've got watermelon jewelry. That's how much we love watermelon. But today we're celebrating all things watermelon. The best the- watermelons <laughs> on planet Earth. The place for watermelons, just like you heard. These watermelons are branded. 
Brandon. Brandon. They didn't say I got a watermelon. I got a Smith County watermelon. That's a Rankin County watermelon. And Jay, while you're at it, why don't you tell us a little history on when watermelons were oh, I, started? Introduced to. I don't know. I don't know about well, no, 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 no. You've got to, you've got to, you've got to pinpoint it, Kamel. It's when did watermelons first make it to Brandon? Oh goodness, yeah. I have no idea. Eighteen hundreds, probably really? something like that. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. So funny. <laughs> Brandon literally has the best watermelons. And where are you getting them? At a corner? Really? At a street market? No, 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 no. Mize. Smith County has the best watermelons. That's what I'm saying. Oh, you yeah. Mis- you misunderstood me. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mize, Smith County. Yeah. So that's where we're going today. No, people in Brandon go to Smith County to get watermelons. Oh, that's how good they are. Yeah. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Actually, they find oh. that guy on the side of the highway that sells them. He, yeah. got, he got the big homemade sign. says Smith County Watermelons. Come on. Right. And that's and where they go. And you go over there and get one. And you'd be like, this is not from Smith County. <laughs> well, we're about to see. <laughs> Let's bring our first guest Another on. testament to how good the Smith County Watermelons are. People just pull stuff. up on the side of the highway and just put Smith County on a sign. We didn't got, and that will sell it. And throw some watermelons out there and people will stop. Yeah. And they will buy them because they said Smith County. I hope Terrence got a real Smith County, but it looked red. It looked really and red. not a Heinz County mm. watermelon. You don't want that. You don't he, want that. You know that's where he you got it. You don't know what water got in that. <laughs> he got it from the front, the, the, you know, the market over there. <laughs> Kamel, stop. Okay. So today we're celebrating all things watermelon at the 45th Annual Watermelon Festival Car Show and 5K happening July 14th through the 15th at My City Park. And on the line with us to drop all the details and to squash all of this watermelon talk, (laughs) she knows exactly what a Smith County watermelon looks like, tastes like when you knock on it. Which one is ripe? She is here with us. She is the festival coordinator, Miss Teresa Stewart. Teresa, welcome to Next Stop Mississippi. I'm so glad to be here. Y'all just had me laughing. But I will tell you, I will tell you that the watermelon that went on the airplane was a Fifth County watermelon from Mr. Clyde McGee's farm. <gasps> you knew it? You know the I story? Specifically sourced. <laughs> but he had, he had an authentic Fifth County watermelon from Mr. Clyde McGee's <gasps> Oh well, we can't wow. we can't debunk it, Kamel. It's over. It can't wow. be debunked. She just told the story. Now we know who's farm to go straight to? Now. That's <laughs> so cool. That is so cool. I was following it, and I'm so glad, Teresa, that you know the backstory about that. How did he get it? Did y'all come? Did y'all come to where he was? No, I don't really know how he got it. Um, other than the farm and the family tagged me, I know the family and. Um, and I told him, I said, well, y'all go back and invite him to come back to the festival. And he can visit at this festival. And they're all watermelon hanging. <laughs> Child, if he that comes, awesome. we're coming that to the is. festival next year. If Terrence Howard is going to be there at that festival, we're on our way. We'll come Teresa. anyway because right. of the watermelon. Y'all come in this year. We'll love to have you. Y'all come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, Teresa, I am just so glad you are here on Next Stop to let us know more about the 45th annual watermelon festival okay so smith county is known for watermelons give me a little history of your um of your experience with the smith county watermelon festival and the watermelon itself oh i came into the watermelon festival um quite a few years ago i've been coordinating it now about 23 years um because I was local and I'm in the fire department and the fire department puts the festival on. 
all of our members are volunteers. Mm-hmm. Everybody volunteers. It's all volunteer um, organization. And all the proceeds go to the fire department. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, so I came into it, um, and just we, we just like to have a lot of fun with it. We celebrate the watermelon. Um, we, you know, as things have advanced, we've advanced with the website and, you know, email and all that kind of stuff. But, but it's still, we just still do the watermelon games, you know, the seeds fitting. And watermelons do have seeds, real good watermelons. Yes, the, the ones that are good, the ones you can pretty much, I guess I would say eight times out of ten, no, is going to be a tasty watermelon has seeds. Yes, they have seeds. Yes, uh, they do those small seedless ones. But that's a, you know, that's a, what we call an apartment market. Mm-hmm. For those people who live in apartments, no, they don't need a big watermelon, but my goodness, you could eat a big watermelon. You need it. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Um, People Teresa, are hauling them off on planes. Right. Can. That's how serious it is. Yep. Teresa, is there a science to choosing a good there watermelon? That's what I need to know right there, because everyone always has their homegrown way of picking, and I need the downright science right now. Well, it just depends on the farmer. But if the curl is turning brown where it's connected to the vine, it, it's right because it will begin to die off the vine. It should have a little yellow on the bottom where it lays out on the ground, but not a lot. If it's too yellow, it's a little overripe. Okay. Mm-hmm. And okay. a lot of people do the padding or the thumping, and you get a, a resounding sign, um, especially if we've had a lot of rain, and the more rain, the sweeter they are. Uh, so, uh, so there's several ways to tell um, a good a good watermelon is a little hefty because there again it's got a lot of water in it, and um, you know a watermelon is um, is the majority water, and that's why it's so good for hydration. But uh, but there's so many different ways. And if you go to the uh, farmers market, and I know that farmers market there in Jackson, there's a, a lot of Smith County producers mm-hmm. that have signs down there. Um, you can get a good Smith County watermelon, and uh, and and they're already picked, so you don't have to pick it. <laughs> yeah, somebody else will pick it for you. I like yeah, that because I, I did have gotten good ones when somebody else picks it for me instead of me trying to act like I'm a scientist or something. So when you thump it, Teresa, it's the hollowness, right? Well, it's kind of a resounding. It it doesn't go. It's not like you thump it. It's not like a flat. Yeah, it's like a thump, like a yeah. It has yeah. a little a little extra to it. Okay. It's hard to describe a thing. <laughs> okay. I'm serious about this. My mom literally has me on a watermelon hunt every other day. This is my life. <laughs> this is the life that I live. And so she'll take just about any watermelon. I usually go to the big box store and get her the little prepackaged. But the best ones I've gotten have been from farmer's markets. And I pretty much bet that they come from Mize, Mississippi as well. They come probably from around Smith County Um. We have quite a few producers here that, that is, that's what they do every year. Um, every year, some of them try to push them earlier and earlier, and uh, that cold snap really hurt us this year. Um, and then the dry, hot weather. Um, we have one producer, uh, Mr. Shannon Powell, mm-hmm. who grows watermelons specifically for the festival. He times the field of watermelons out. Wow. Just so that they're picked fresh for us. Right, right. Good stuff. I love that, Teresa. Now, Teresa, tell me a little bit of something about the annual Watermelon Festival. What all can everybody expect? When does it start? Like, what's all going on? I mean, it's a 5K, the car show, the festival. Is it all happening at once? <laughs> <laughs> we open to the public about 3, 3.30 on Friday afternoon. 
and uh, our arts and crafts vendors are set up, the food's cooking, we have kids games, carnival rides, that kind of thing, and then we have our um, 5K run at 7 o'clock that night. We started it on Friday night because it's a little cooler at night usually, and it, it gives something on Friday night, and this year on Friday night, we have the band Hurricane play. So um, they're a good cover band, a 70s rock band type. And uh, and they're real popular, and they're playing Friday night. So we have a lot going on Friday night. And then Saturday morning, we start early at 8 o'clock. We have um, the national anthem and the big kickoff, and we have our car show going on. And we have all kind of um, kids' games and stuff. And then we have very popular watermelon eating contest. Yes, I win. <laughs> 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 and you know, you have like watermelon, and, so, and you'll be surprised. We weigh those melons, you know, before and after, and the lot of these people eat a lot of watermelon. And yeah. then we have a seed spitting contest, and, and the seed spitting is is distance and accuracy. We have two, <laughs> so you know, and we always have a large watermelon contest. Some years we have more than other, you know, people that turn them in, but we have a you know, a large watermelon contest, too. Okay, so quick question. What is the prize? In the seed spitting contest, what do they win? Uh, usually we give them a T-shirt. We give them a watermelon vegetable T-shirt. Now, the uh, largest watermelon contest, they get a plaque, bragging rights. <laughs> oh, and then for the watermelon eating, do they get watermelon? Uh, they can, but usually they want a T-shirt. Most people want a T-shirt. they're tired of eating it. They just finished some. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We, 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 have, we cut and serve watermelon all day, every day for the two days. Whew. From the time we open until the time we close on Saturday night, we cut watermelon. I could be on the watermelon cutting team because then. No, stop. You would be eating it. I know. But that's why I want to be on that team. <laughs> Uh, we have we have a, a gentleman that um, has been um, on that uh, table for a long time. He mans the table. Everybody, everybody comes to see him, and he talks to him all about the watermelon. He cuts the watermelon, and he just has a good time. He, he's been on that table about 25 years. This sounds like a good time. <laughs> Teresa, what's, what's, what's the – how many people come out? Is it, is it well attended? What's the attendance look like? It is. We um we started keeping numbers about ten years ago, and so we averaged that, and um, we average anywhere from six to eight thousand people through the gates in the two days. Um, even during COVID, because we were an outdoor event, you know, mm-hmm. uh, we do a lot of people. It's um it's not like a huge crowd at any one time. It's a steady rolling crowd, especially because of the heat. Yeah. Um, we provide a cooling station with tables and chairs and fans, you know, for people to get cool. And uh, it's just a steady come and go. And then, of course, we always have a large crowd about concert time on Saturday night. Okay. 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 It is well attended. That's for sure. That is well attended. <laughs> well, Jay, I'm sure you... Uh- We appreciate that because the government has to have that money to operate. Right, right. Now, Camille, what was you saying? Oh, I was going to say I'm sure Jay is is fully aware, but that the rinds, even though people throw that away all the time, has such a great – well, watermelon is a great source of fiber, so make sure you know where the porta potties are when you eat all that watermelon. (laughs) And 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 the rinds is a great source of nitric acid and – so many other things, so you can actually use the rinds for a lot of things. Okay. Yeah, Jay knew that. I didn't know that. No. <laughs> Jay, you knew that. I threw all that away, man. You can 
make a jam out of the rind. People make a watermelon rind preserve. Now I'm in. Is it taste like watermelon? Oh, now rind jam sounds like a whole other event. The rind jam. <laughs> Does it taste like watermelon, Teresa? Does the jam taste like watermelon? Especially if you leave a little bit of the flesh, the red, and you cut it in little pieces. Of course, it's got a lot of sugar in it. Welcome to Mississippi. (laughs) (laughs) No, but that's... the, just the pure attendance of this event is like it, it, it's like twenty times the population of the city of Mize, Just to give you an idea, yeah, it's a big it's event. Yeah, she said it's more than that. Yeah. <laughs> now, Teresa, tell me a little bit about how important the fire department is to the city of Mize, especially when it comes down to the watermelon festival. Well, um, the fire department here serves not just the town, but we serve the surrounding community. We're a rural area. And everybody in the fire department is a volunteer. Um, and so we, we're it. We, we're the first responders, too. We have medical teams that, you know, because we're a long way from a hospital. We're a long way from an ambulance. Um, we're a long way from other fire services. So it, it's very important. We, we do search and rescue. Um, we're all trained. We all go through the certification classes. So it's volunteers giving us a lot of their life because this is important to them mm-hmm. and and as far as the festival the festival is um is a good way for us to showcase our community and our town and, you know to let people know we're a great little town we right. have a great food system and we're a good place to live and you know and we invite people in we want them to see you know we're like a lot of other small towns we don't have a lot of money to go around <laughs> right <laughs> but but we are you know a good place to live and um you know, just just yesterday afternoon on uh, the fire department, we were down there working, and uh, we did a um, splash in the park for the kids where we got the fire truck out and sprayed them with water and stuff, and, and we had a good time doing that. So we do a lot of things for the community. Yay, yay. Talk about the Teresa, car show. Oh, no, go ahead, Kamel. I was going to ask, in the 23 years that you've been involved, what has been maybe the most interesting watermelon dish that you've seen prepared? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was trying to think. Somebody did a. Gosh, it's been a long time ago. Somebody did like a. It was like a. They cooked it like a stir fry type thing. Just kind of braised it. Um, people grill it. Not impressed. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I agree. Not impressed. <laughs> <laughs> I want my watermelon cold. That is a little busy. Exactly. That's a little busy. Yeah, everybody's grilling everything now. They'll just throw whatever on the grill. I saw somebody grilling mushrooms the other day. I guess they could be grilled, but yeah. (laughs) Well, that's nice. I love that. Teresa, let us know more about where we can get more information about it. Um, Again, she was talking when she said Friday, everybody. She meant Friday, July 14th. That's next Friday, um, the 14th and the 15th. But let everybody know where they can get more information. Hi, all of our information is on our website, and that's just mswatermelonfestival.com. And we also have a Facebook page that is MS Watermelon Festival or Mississippi Watermelon Festival. And uh, all of our information is on there. The Facebook has more real time where we're adding stuff and talking about stuff and all the pictures that we have a photographer that will be there and she'll be adding pictures and going live all during the event. So um, there's a lot of stuff on the Facebook page, but all the good information is on the website. Also, um, the entertainment, the artist. Um, you will also have um, Fortune Fire Champion Ryan Easterlin here again this year, and, and he makes knives on, on the, during the festival there on in his booth. And um, we just have a lot of fun stuff. And, and of course, don't forget the Mississippi Watermelon Queen. We have her too. 
There's a pageant. Yes, it was back in April. We usually hold our pageant in April so that we can select our young lady. And it's a interview is the largest portion of the um, of the competition because she does a lot of our publicity. She tours the state and does publicity for. Okay. Okay. Well, that's great. You get to meet that pageant winner. So that's awesome. I love it, Teresa. Book us there next year. We're coming. I'm coming to eat watermelon. And hopefully Terrence Howard comes and he gets watermelon. Just come on down and spend the day. We just enjoy it so much. And we always love welcoming people and, and telling people about it. We love sharing our watermelons and, and our town and community with them. We are in the city park and have a lovely little creek flowing through the park and uh, it's just a fun time. Yeah, it sounds like it. That's the 45th Annual Watermelon Festival Car Show and 5K happening 14th, July 14th through the 15th at My City Park. Teresa, thank you again so much for joining us. Oh, I'm so glad I could talk with y'all and I'll have a good time in the Smith County Watermelon. Thank you. And we're going to do it. We're going to do it. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jermaine Flood in with Kamel, the copyright king. And... Mr. Jay White. I love my traveling partners. My nickname's terrible. (laughs) This is Mr. Mr. Jay White. (laughs) I couldn't come up with that. Dennis the Menace, give me that nickname. What happened? Kamal actually has a tag that says that. Oh, okay. We'll get you. Kamel, come He's got up. a branding team. Right. <laughs> I think it's just him. Kamel, do you have a branding team? That's what I thought. Can you come up with a brand? He needs mister. A, he needs a mister. Hey, mister. That's my brand. Yeah, nice. <laughs> anyway. Hey, mister. <laughs> so crazy. I am just so glad to have y'all again back on What's Happening. So this is going to be good. So our first What's Happening is um, one of my favorite sports. Can anybody guess that? Pickleball. Pickleball. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I played this sport in high school from my seventh to my twelfth grade. My Swam. eighth to my twelfth grade year. Yep. Swimming. That is my favorite sport ever. And I love to watch it. I don't know why people holler in the stands because we really can't hear unless we're up on the water. Then all you hear is ah! Yeah, oh, but, that ain't about y'all. That's about the parents. I, I love how you said we like you were still in swimming competition. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll compete anywhere. I'll compete anywhere. I'll swim against anybody. The current, really? Yes. I, I love swimming. My dad um, threw me in the pool early, like as a newborn. And I've been swimming ever since. I, I really hadn't, I didn't have to have lessons or anything. I just learned my strokes. And then after that, started swim team in the eighth grade at Northwest and and went all the way. Well, not, you know, I didn't wow. win all the way, but I won a couple of my heats. I won a couple L- of heats. Let's back up to being thrown into a pool as a uh, infant, <laughs> um, uh, one-day-old uh, newborn. My father. Let's talk about that. <laughs> my daddy did things that just didn't need to be done. <laughs> so mama said that he threw me in the pool and that she told him she'd, she'd kill him if, if he did not jump in and get me out. And he said once he jumped in, I was under the water kicking. And that was the story. Wow. So that's the story. Isn't of- it amazing what, what's acceptable then and <laughs> what would be uh, child abuse and get you locked you up get now? You get arrested. Time to change. <laughs> I think I was six months, too. You will be arrested. <laughs> 
but water, I know, right? Water aerobics is my favorite thing right now. Um, that is, I do not exercise on land. I have um, diagnosed myself um, as not <laughs> not being that person who does that, and so I love <laughs> exercising in water because you do not feel the sweat. You don't feel the fatigue um, and you lose weight really quickly if you're really committed. I mean, I put I put weights on my ankles and I Mm. get it like I I ankle weight myself and I get it in that water. So water aerobics at Jackson Revival Center is going to be happening. That's tomorrow, July 8th. Um, It starts at 830 in the morning. So you got to be out there kind of early. But let me tell you about water aerobics early. It sets your day up for just Amazing things. Um, but 830 to 915, it's water aerobics at the Jackson Revival Center. This is an event put on by Kiana Pauline. Um, and then it's Saturday. So Saturday, July 15th and more Saturdays, every Saturday at 830 a.m. And Tuesdays and Thursdays at 6 p.m. So I'll have more information for that on here. But, yeah, I love water aerobics anywhere they um, put it on. They they put nice. they, now they put bikes in the pools so you can actually um, cycle in the water. Wow! Not in oh, our wow. pools. Not in our pools. I've seen it in other states where you can do that, but you can cycle. Then there's water zumba, where you can actually dance in the water. And then they have water sports where you kind of like everybody walks in a circle one way. Then you have to turn around and kind of fight the current. So that's my favorite. My favorite um, sport basically is water sports. So that's a good event there. And then tomorrow, some more water fun, water matters. That's going to be happening at the Mississippi Children's Museum. It's Jim Henson's Splash and Bubbles. Dive in Linda Finn. That's going to be tomorrow, 10 a.m. until 3 p.m. at the Mississippi Children's Museum in Jackson. So this is going to be free for Mississippi Children's Museum members. Um, I think it's about $10 a person for non-members, but tickets are available online or at the door. Um, and they will be putting on splash and bubbles on that day. They'll learn. Children can learn about water's three states of matter, solid, liquid, and gas. Do you know about that, Kamel? I know the kids just going to be like, just turn the splash pad on. <laughs> just turn the splash pad on. <laughs> That's true. Kamal, you are a true, true, true. kid. Now, that's part of uh, Lafleur's Bluff State Park, which has undergone a, an extensive yeah, renovation lately. they've got a new sign coming a, up and everything over yeah, there's there. Yeah, they, they redid um, the street that goes in front of it. That was significant work that needed to be done. Mm-hmm. So the, the ride over to that area is, is nicer than it was before. Right. It's a huge green space with lots of it's, – it's in the middle of the museum's – section of mm-hmm. Jackson, which is a, a very cool weekend thing, or yeah. if you're an out of town or you know, if you got if you're from another part of Mississippi and you got something to do in Jackson mm-hmm. for the day, that's a cool thing, mm-hmm. especially if it's a weekend day. Right. To spend some time. Kamel. It's a great park. Great green space there. Do you did you do you hear him? I do. <laughs> you you know he knows, right? I know he does. But let me tell you about the shirt that he has on. That lets you know. Oh boy. <laughs> He knows Uh-oh. all about Mississippi. He has got his Mississippi map shirt on. This is not just an outline of Mississippi, Kamel. I see lines in this state. On Does it have cities, Jay? It's an old highway map, yeah. It's just an old highway map. You know he loves maps, Kamel. I don't know if you knew that. I wouldn't expect anything less from Mr. <laughs> Jay White. <laughs> Mr. Atlas. Mr. Uh, a- that's it. That's what we're going to call him. 
Mr. Atlas. Mr. Atlas. Miss J. That's a little sexier than Mr. Encyclopedia. J. Atlas White. Tony Atlas is going to be on the phone. <laughs> Tony Atlas. With his, that, now with his contract. We're cooking now. With his copyright team. All right. <laughs> Tattoos for you, J. Tony Atlas. Tony Atlas. Yeah, that's your new name. I love it. I love it. Okay, this event coming up is for you, Kamel. This is an event by our friend Queen, Queenie Franklin, and this is Whispers and Screams group session. Breathe mm. in and let it go, whether you are screaming or you are whispering, I guess. I'd definitely be screaming. Yep. She says, in this special edition session, they're taking the time to simply breathe in what we need and let go of anything that no longer serves us. We've done great work with the series. And she's saying, let's face it, things in the world, in our city, and our community have been heavy, and we need a collective sigh and a great big scream. That sounds great. I love that, Queen Franklin. Yeah. That's, that's good. Yep. Y'all can get up in there and just holla. I love that. I, I, I can't do it because I got to come back on the radio. And if I holler, I will lose my voice. But yeah, that's going to be the Whispers and Screams group session. Let go. That's going to be happening at the Synergy Link. That's 135 Bound Street in Jackson tomorrow at 2 p.m. So that sounds pretty cool. I like that. Nice. Okay. So anybody a dancer here? Jay Kamel, do you call yourself one of those things? Dance? Okay. Uh, Crickets. Yeah. Crickets. Um, yes. <laughs> Depends on the uh, the flow of the adult beverages. Okay. Can you can you line dance? But no. Oh, that's the easiest dance though. Kamel said he'll be a private dancer. He'll dance for your money. That? I don't. <laughs> you can't do the Cupid Shuffle or anything. Listen, I'm always the person that happens to conveniently need to go get a drink or go to the bathroom. There you go. There there, I guess Jay, um, he, he agrees with that statement. Well, they are having a country western dance party. This is going to be happening. Oh, so we got some line dances. <laughs> yes. The electric slide will be had. Yeah, right, 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 right. I love that. The slide will be electrical. And I love line dances because <laughs> they're so easy to follow. Well, if you can remember the choreography of the feet, but they're easy to follow. You don't need your arms. That's where I now, go wait wrong. Now, you got it. Yeah, you do. You got to do the clap at the right time. If you I flip put it around, if I put arms in it, no, he just twirled around. Come back this way. <laughs> wow. You There's did so it. many steps. I forgot somebody was he even in it. front of me. I'm just looking at the ground. The he whole did time. it. He did it. He did it. There's you did do it, Jay. I could hear it and feel it. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> All I did was clap and turn in a circle. And you can hear that. <laughs> well, grab a partner, Jay. That's the boot scoop boogie, basically, right? <laughs> right. Tony yeah. Turn around. Get down. Get down go to turn town. around. Go to town. Boot scoot and boogie. I just gave her an excuse to say, it's my fault. It is your fault. <laughs> well, Jay, you need to grab a partner or they say you can come solo and get your country western dance on. They'll right. do couples dances and line dances. That couples dances be hot when they when they look good. Um, so <laughs> for more information, you can um, visit our events calendar and I will have that there. MPBonline.org. Right. This is um, no, we got a couple more. OK, so quickly glow and throw night. So if you're into axe throwing, they will turn those lights off. Oh, okay. And you can throw those axes in the dark. Um, and I think they Whoa. glow. <laughs> 
That's going to be happening at the Chopping Block in Vicksburg tomorrow night, around 745. Have you two done the axe throwing yet? No. That's uh, okay. Dark. Uh, throwing axes in the dark. That sounds like a pretty hefty waiver you'll have to sign at the beginning. Oh, certainly. <laughs> There's a cover charge for that. Jay, have you thrown axes? I've thrown some axes. Oh, would you like to throw them in the dark? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's not Depends dangerous. That's what that waiver says. <laughs> it's not dangerous to no, you. No, no, no. It'll be it'll be fine. They're saying wear your neon and fluorescent colors and bring the crew because it's all lit all night. There you go. I put too many alls. It's lit all night. There you go. <laughs> minus one all. Right, minus now one Now see what all. you got to do when you when you go to throw the axes. You can't throw a whole bunch right at the beginning. You throw your arm out. See, I got, I, you, you gotta, already know about my arm. See, that's why I can't throw axes, I guess. Yeah. I'm going to have to underhand throw an axe. There, there's a there is a delivery for the underhand. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Well, I may be able to. It's almost like a between the legs kettlebell type of thing. I think we need to do a next stop Mississippi axe throwing show. Mm. I'll put that together. I'll, I'll be far, far away while you guys do <laughs> yep. that. Yep. Yep. <laughs> okay, last two events. Um, the Mississippi Children's Museum, who we've just talked about, they are going to be having their sensory-friendly day. That's a day designed for children with sensory difficulties. That's going to be happening Sunday starting at 11 a.m. This um, has... Uh, the museum will be in a new light with reduced stimuli, um, and they also have sensory inclusive certified staff. So that's pretty awesome if you have a child that has sensory issues. Sensory friendly day at the Mississippi Children's Museum. And then Explore, Discover, Grow Days is back at Mississippi Public Broadcasting next Thursday, July 13th, starting at 10 a.m. Um, they will watch an episode of the Work It Out Wombats program. You'll engage in educational learning centers, computational thinking skills, and you'll receive some great PBS learning media resources. The event is geared towards pre-K to six-year-olds, and they're saying come, learn, and play together. That's Explore, Discover, Grow Days, Thursday, July 13th, starting at 10 a.m. right here at 3825 Ridgewood Road. And that's in a big open space <sighs> where there's lots of running and fun and things to do and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And Yeah, it's our open education space. Kids will be playing with each other. and Yep. Yeah, it'd be fun. Yeah, it's They'll definitely... meet new people. And, yeah, they have fun. Yeah. I DJed a, a kid's birthday party, our MPB Kids Club party there, and I had that that club going. There you go. There was a club in the corner, and them babies were... They it was were lit getting, also. It was lit. Yeah. It was lit. I love children. It's kid lit. When they get kid lit. Kid lit. I yeah. love that. Yeah. Well... Kid lit. <laughs> <laughs> this is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. Jermaine Flood in with my road dogs, Kamel King, with Visit Mississippi and Mr. J. Atlas White on the line with us now <laughs> to discuss all things dealing with the world-famous Slugburger at this year's Slugburger Festival happening now through July 8th at Trailhead Yard is Main Street Corinth Director Angela Event. Angela, welcome to Next Stop Mississippi. Hey, thanks for having me. Thank you so much for coming on. Are you already eating burgers right now? Had last night. <laughs> was it a slug burger? It was. Yes. It was. Yes. Okay, I already got to know. Just go ahead and tell us what's the difference between a regular burger that we eat on an everyday basis and the number one burger in the world, the slug burger. Slug burger, the best there is, is a mixture of meal, water, grease, flour, and a little bit of hamburger meat topped with <laughs> crispy onions, pickles, 
mustard and a buttery bun. Yes. Yes, get us ready. Yes. I know. What's the origin of the slug burger? Did did they did the origin come from the need for food or stretching of food or, or something of yes. that nature? From the depression, that is where it originated. Hence the name slug. That used to be a nickel. And um then it just was such a delicacy, everybody decided to keep it around. Yes. And people come from everywhere to this festival, right? Yes, everywhere. It is very popular. We're a little bit concerned about the weather, but we're hoping that's going to go right over us and go on. But everybody will be here eating those good slug burgers and um, enjoying the carnival and all the festivities that go along with it. Right. So give us, you know, all the deets, the days, the times, and just a couple of events maybe that's happening around the whole Slug Burger Festival because it goes all the way through Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. The carnival started last night, and it will run through Saturday night. It will also be during the day on Saturday from 2 to 6. The And Slug Burgers will be available there. Um, today at 5.30, the entertainment side opens. We have bands tonight. In the morning at 8, the vendor market and car show start. It will run till 2. Then, like I said, the carnival opens up. We'll have entertainment tomorrow night with the famous mustache band being our headliner. And on Sunday at our Coliseum here in town is Miss Slugburger Pageant. Wow. And that wraps us up. <laughs> that is awesome. That's awesome. Tell me a little bit quickly about the turnout for Corinth and just the impact that it has on the city. What does that look like each and every single year? It is huge for us. Of course, the festival is held right downtown uh, on two of our main streets. And um, people come, like we said before, from everywhere to eat and enjoy the festivities. Brings a lot of visitors in that not only eat slug burgers, but go to all the restaurants. You know, we have a lot of restaurants here that are fabulous. Borm's Drugstore being one of them, the oldest drugstore in the state of Mississippi that still serves food. Um, it affects our hotels. It um, It's just a great four days here in Corinth. Right, right. Good stuff. Good stuff. I love that. So is there a slug burger eating contest? I can't win that one. The watermelon one, I may be. But slug burger, I don't know. <laughs> no, there are some years. This year, we're not doing the festival. I mean, uh, the eating contest during the festival. Yeah. Um, we have had the professional eaters in the past. <clears throat> Usually, one of the sponsors has their team step up and do it. But like I said, we're a little bit worried about the weather, so this year we're not doing that. We're just letting everybody eat as many as they want all the whole weekend. Right. Good stuff. And how excited are you, Angela, as director of Main Street Corinth to be able to put this on each and every single year for the city and basically the state because we're coming and the nation? <laughs> yes, I'm so excited. It is a big weekend, and it's, it's very fulfilling to know that, you know, everybody comes and enjoys that you're doing something that is so unique. And, um, you know, it's what we pride ourselves on. And it's good. And it's good to know that um, Sunday is coming as well. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think has kept the slug burgers alive? Is it uh, the taste? Uh, is it the, uh, you know, the nostalgia of, of going back to the Depression and eating, a, you know, uh, something that came out of struggle? What do you think is, has, has left the panache to a slug burger? I think, you know, here we have several restaurants, you know, like I said, the drugstore. Then we have White Trolley Cafe that serves them every day. And I think it's just that they were so good, and that's been so long ago, but everybody just loves them. Like here, seriously, on Saturday, it's just 
you know what you're eating for lunch on Saturday in Corinth, Mississippi. Most people are going to eat a slug burger. And it's just good, and it is history, you know, and it's, it's just different. And I'm just telling you, when you have one, you're going to want another one. <laughs> Can't have just one, like a lace. Cannot. Cannot. Jay, what, Jay <laughs> did you have a question? I was just, I, I noticed that TripAdvisor... Uh, dot com had labeled the Slugburger Festival one of its wackiest summer events in the country. <laughs> That's a good title. Alongside things like the Giant uh, or the Great Texas Mosquito Festival and the Mich- and Michigan's Humongous Fungus Festival. So this is the this is the company that uh the the slugburger festival is keeping all right they that's that's awesome that's awesome that's pretty awesome so angela let us know where we can get more info about the um slugburger festival this year the 2023 slugburger festival in corinth you can go on facebook to our main street facebook page you can go to the alliance page and find out all you need to know there is it. There it is. Teresa, I thank you so much. Again, that's the 2023 famous Slug Burger Festival happening now through Sunday at Trailhead Yard. And I have just had a time with Main Street Corinth director, Miss Angela Event, letting us know more about it. Angela, thank you again. Thank you all so much. All right. You have a great day, Angela. All right, so the, the, she mentioned the, the you brought up the eating contest, and she mentioned that they had had the world championship eaters come through before, yeah. including uh, Joey Chestnut, the guy that does the hot dog eating. Did contest. he just win again? Didn't he just? I eat? don't know what he did this year, but this event, the Slugburger Championship eating event, was was so close to the Fourth of July hot dog eating contest that Joey Chestnut was beaten back to back years. Like he finished second. Oh, because he had to do both events. I guess because he was not, I can't imagine how you recover from the other thing. But uh, yeah, so he was beaten twice, but then he, he figured it out and won the the last couple that I see that were put on. Right. So. Kamel, is there a food that you could eat in a contest? The world record, by the way, 40 three slug burgers slug burgers that's that's craziness with bread yeah. and everything and then crazy. she said they put in the meal right but Did you know it's meal? probably like they eat the hot dogs they eat the hot dog by itself they just don't even bite it throw yeah, and it, then they throw it the right in and then they alone. dunk the, the bun in water and just Ugh. don't even chew that they just throw it down oh, in a ball <laughs> Camille, is there a food you could do? I could do watermelon all day. There's nothing. I could do. I've got I, a I could do Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A nuggets. <laughs> what sauce? I will tell, what listen, sauce? Listen, do not bring a Chick Fil A nugget platter to any party because you will usually find me with my back to it trying to. It's because they're so little. If they wasn't so oh, little, <laughs> you'd have made me Are knock this welcome? microphone out. <laughs> It's because they're so a little, little. A little more advanced than a slug burger, but yeah. Jay said what sauce? I don't need no stinking sauce. There you go. You're like my kids. They say what sauce? They say ketchup. No. And I'm like, no. They made, they made special ones for Mm-mm. you. You don't have to be ketchup. Mm-mm. Hey, by the way, Pepsi announced they're selling cola-infused sauces for the holidays. Oh, this year. With, Coke in, with Coca-Cola Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola flavor. Cola Sauces. Chup. No way. Cola Chup. They're going too far. Going too far. You don't want Cola Chup? <laughs> no. They messed it up. Why do they call it Cola Chup? It should be Pepsi Chup. What is Chup? That's the last part of ketchup. Oh. Yeah. Because, you know, now we got Mayo Chup. Oh, they call it Mayo Chup. Yeah. They, they, 
throw your con- because having separate condiments that you can mix together was too much for us. So now they pre-mix it. Like how they do Jay, the- you're so smart, you're dangerous, okay? <laughs> I said that this morning to Java. I said that same sentiment about Jay. Um, so it's kind of like... <laughs> dangerous. Tell <laughs> my wife. It's Dang. like when they mix the peanut butter and jelly together. Yeah, when are you eating that pre-mixed? No, I don't eat it pre-mixed because I like certain, you know, ratios of peanut butter to jelly. There you go. I want to control my own ratio. Yeah, I want to control my own as well. This conversation is certainly for the high IQ. This is the no. This is the real work. <laughs> this is this is how I feel about the Castlewood Burger King and their mayonnaise use. Oh Lord, in mercy! Okay, okay. I'm glad we're out. We're getting out of here. We've come to the end of another great trip. We want to thank you for riding shotgun over. today. Too much. I got to get rid of it. And thank today's guests. They love mayo. Teresa Stewart and Angela Vent for joining us. If you'd like to find out more information about these and other events around the state, visit our events calendar at mpbonline.org and click the community tab to see those. If you have an event you'd like to share, upload it directly to the calendar. Next Stop Mississippi is a production of MPB Think Radio for Command. Mel, the copyright king, and Jay Atlas White. I'm Jermaine Dion Flood. And join us next Friday at 10 a.m. for another great trip here on Next Stop, Mississippi. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.